Hey, I heard the other day that Seabus are building a new future. What's that all about? Well, Seabus are investing in heaps of new projects, creating thousands of jobs for workers like us. And when you spend your pay at the bakery, you're boosting local business and the economy. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Come on, I'm starving. Of course you are. Seabus <laughs> for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, go to seabussuper.com.au for a PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word, India Daily, day four of the MCG, where India recorded a famous victory. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon with us, the last rights at Melbourne. Who knows, we might be coming back here next week. We'll talk about that in a bit. For now, Jeff, tell us how India did it in 30 seconds. In 30 seconds, Australia resumed at six for 133 with a lead of two. They just needed to bat on and try to get something of a lead. Pat Cummins and Cameron Green put on 57. They were going pretty well, but then those two got out. The last pair put on a few. They got Australia up to an even 200. They were 69 in front. Not very nice because it wasn't enough. And uh, India ran down 72 wickets down uh, with both legs in the air, really, just, just like the skeleton just going down the one of those ice shoots right to the end. It was reminiscent of the way that Rahane played. And by the way, before we go anywhere, Rahane, that's the best captaincy performance in a winning team mm. that I've seen at the MCG in Test Cricket in the time I followed cricket. I, I can't think of a, of a better all-round performance from the outset. The way they employed their plans with the ball on day one to bowl Australia out for 195, the way that he batted through the day on day two, the important contribution again in the field yesterday and marshalling the troops the way that he did. And just when there was a little bit of a tremor at 19 for two you know not that it was ever really in doubt chasing 70 but just as he did at Durham Sharla three years ago when he made 38 not out and 27 balls in a, in a short chase where they lost two wickets in a hurry he said no authoritative pull shot off Pat Cummins straight away played his strokes hit through the line and mm-hmm. made sure they would win it in a hurry and there would be no wobble so every box was checked I think he was just outstanding in that that moment I'm just remembering the Rahane pull shot because it was so good because everyone <laughs> everyone had been subject to the short ball all day. The Indian bowlers had yep. used it against the Australian tail. The Australians were pulling it out. There were people jumping out of the way and so on. And Rahane said, okay, crunch. Absolutely like, as much out of the middle as it could be against a pretty fearsome bowler on a pitch that, you know, was had been favouring the bowlers throughout. The last time that a visiting team won back-to-back test matches at the MCG, so consecutive uh, mm. Boxing Day wins, if you like, was England in 1982 and 1986. So, I mean, everything about this, the fact that India was so far behind in this series after being all at 36 mm-hmm. last Saturday, not Kohli not being available, Mohamed Shami breaking his wrist and not being available, having to bring in a debutante in Siraj, the players they brought in should Gill, what did he finish with? 35 from 36 balls. Again, he's willing to take it to the Australians. And over the years, we've said about Indian batsmen who can take it to Australian bowling attacks are the ones that not only we respect, but invariably are the most mm. successful. Think about the way that Lakshman and Tendulkar took Australia down at different points in the late 90s and early 2000s and Saywag subsequently. So I think that, and Coley, of course, in, in, in more recent times yep. again. So I think that Gill fits into that tradition. And I'm so glad that the first time we've seen him in Test cricket was at our home ground. Speaking of, we're in the MCC library at the moment. You'll know this if you're on the video. Just wandering around, having a look at this lovely place. All these shelves of cricketers' memoirs. Imagine having to read all of these. I mean, that's something that a judge would sentence you to, as some, some sort of cruel oh, and unusual and punishment. No, on the contrary. What a great... I'd, I'd cop that as a sentence. i go, what, you want to sentence me to life in the MCC library? I love it. No, here, I'm saying right? the, the rest of the library is great. Just this particular <laughs> oh, section. Right, it's sorry, just, it's only cricketers', cricketers memoirs. Yeah. It's only books called My Life or A Life in Cricket. Or My Story. Or, or My Cricket Story. Or My <laughs> 
cricket life or whatever it might there be. There are some good ones. This is my happy place. So yeah. you know, uh, everything David else is and great. Trev have had me in here for years, in and mm. out, uh, working in the working in the desks over there, mm-hmm. and um, in the what would you call it? They're not quite tribunes, but whatever they are, the little yep. cubby hole over there. And you know, I've spent so much time in here, so I'm I'm glad that they've been able to open the doors to us today and record uh, our final podcast of the week. So Cameron Green, we've got to talk about him. Made yes. 45, looked really good, uh, mostly in that he was so calm throughout. He was batting with Pat Cummins and for most of that early sort of first hour or so it was just green faces, a few deliveries, finds a single, just kept it ticking over, you know, didn't go for any sort of big shots, started to play a couple of more authoritative shots as he went. The cut shot that he played off one knee, have you ever seen someone yeah. go down on one knee not for the cover drive but for a genuine cut, not for a square drive, for a cut because he had to get down that low to get to the ball. It's funny you say that. I, I called that incorrectly on radio, I called it as a square cut because mm. on face value, that's what it looks like down yeah. on one knee. But as we looked at it later, the ball was fairly well high up, and mm. that speaks to the difference that he creates the point mm. of difference rather that he creates being six foot seven. It means that you have to bowl a different length to him, and he has shots at his disposal that other players don't necessarily have. So, yeah, yeah 45 out. I think the over after that, he might have played a, a drive through yeah. mid wicket, lovely on drive. He actually, played, he played the most perfect on drive, like yeah. best shot I've seen him play to go to forty five, and then the very next, next ball. ball played a pull shot. That clothed it, didn't he? Almost, yeah. but it almost cleared mid wicket, and it was Jadeja who was up above his head off the ground. You know, like had to get a fair bit of elevation from a superb fielder to be able to take the catch and, and take the wicket. So that's and it's just when we were starting to believe that we might have a thriller, like. Maybe we were, you know, maybe I'm wrong in remembering yeah. it that way. I'm not sure what the score was when Green fell, but just the way that he was batting at that exact moment, you're like, well, if he gets a run on, going through the gears, mm. to use the old cliche, it may very well be that if he's still there in 45 minutes that he's 70 yeah. and Australia are leading by 90 or whatever it is or whatever it may have been. And then you, you're into that zone of tricky chases, mm. but mm. 70 wasn't going to be sufficient, notwithstanding the 20-odd that Hazel would put on at the end with Stark, wasn't it? So, yeah. again, for a moment, you're like, well, you know, they, they, they could bat for an hour here. They're looking pretty solid. But in the end, Hazel would let a ball go and hit the top of his off stump and that was that. I like that there's a shelf here that just says cricket. <laughs> Oh, what a surprise to find at the MCC Library a bunch of cricket books. Yeah, cricket, Australian football, Olympic Games, general sport over there. Yeah, yeah, one of one of my favourite military leaders, general sport. <laughs> so Ashwin, I had, had to have a special mention for the uh, the carom ball that Ashwin ah, bowled that hit. Yes, uh, was Hazelwood or Stark on on the pad in front of middle stump and, and wasn't given, but it was a beautiful bit of bowling and umpires call on clipping the stumps. But then he also bowled the leg break a couple of times and then he slipped in the perfect turning off spinner to bowl. Josh Hazelwood and end the innings just before the the extended, they took the extra half hour and two minutes before that was going to run out, knocked over the top of Hazelwood's off stump. I think part of the reason the umpires call part of DRS is generating so much attention at the Mm. moment is the audio of the clonk on television. <laughs> like, it sounds so incongruous yeah. to have that while not outs flashing up on yeah. the screen. And that one you're referring to where it must have been, you know, like one of those 49% of the ball hitting. Yeah. It looks like, you know, it looks like a perfect delivery hitting yeah. the top of middle and off. The bale would have been, you know, dislodged and flown high in the air had the ball actually hit on that angle from the, mm-hmm. from the delivery from Ashwin. But not to be, but that'll, as always, uh, fill plenty of column inches because whenever there's a DRS decision that people don't understand, they go mental. Well, I, I spent a long time down in the truck yesterday with the, the ball tracking Did crew, you? and so I've got a fair bit of info. That sounds on that. like a feature to me. Yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be working on that in the in the days to come. It's an, it's an interesting story. India, though, we need to focus on this for a second. We do. India a week ago, resold for thirty six, embarrassed. Captain's gone home. 
best batsman, best player. Lost probably their best bowler in, in Shami, or certainly the best Nick, the most consistent over the yep. last few yep. weeks. And they'd already lost. They didn't have Bhuvneshwar come over with them. They didn't have Ishan Sharma come over. So that's uh, And then Umesh Yadav goes down injured in this test. So four of the five who were the big bowling battery, the cartel, etc., from last time that helped them win that series and gave them that bench depth, all gone. Boomer had was doing it on his own with Ashwin at support. Chiefly, those two, they opened the bowling this morning. For them to come back and win in the next test and, and at the MCG, where it's usually hard graft, it's an extraordinary result. Yeah, it's a, f- a fabulous performance. And I feel like I'm repeating myself a little bit here, but we should have expected them to bounce back well. Mm. Like, we shouldn't have expected this particular Indian side to roll over. You know, I think reading, reading, possibly reading, possibly listening to what Gideon Haig said overnight mm. about they were able to consider. 36 all out an aberration not every cricket team can do that 36 all out can can get into your bones and get into your blood and that's it it becomes who you are it becomes the team the team's defined by 36 all out but I think that this Indian team are able to go you know what that's not us we're not defined by one calamitous performance more to the point we're not defined by one extraordinary spell of bowling from Cummins complimented by Hazelwood that's not the standard play that's not the central case the central case is we're a great cricket team and the way they batted on day two, I think as we step back from the flame a bit here and, you know, we'll focus a lot on Australia's batting and, you know, that's uh, that's highlighted by... Had they scored one less run, one fewer run, they would have been all out under 200 in three consecutive three completed, completed innings. innings yeah. And that would have been the first time that's happened in Australia since 1993. So the second innings at Adelaide and the Wacker, bang, bang, when Kirtley yeah. Ambrose went... But, now, but to start a test series in Australia, it'd be the first time since 1901. Right. Well, there you go. You've, you've dug a bit deeper than I have on that. But the point stands that we're going to focus a lot on hmm. Australia's batting, and I'm sure that'll be where the debate moves to in the days to come. But India's batting, that was the focus four days ago. Yeah. It was all. It was what if they have to bat on Boxing Day? Hmm. What if they have to hmm. face the interrogation first up yeah. what uh, if at, at the Coliseum? What if they're three for Exactly, all of that. And instead, yes, sure, they lost Thagawal early. Yeah, sure, they lost Pajara the next morning. But it all comes back to Ajinka Rahane. I mean, I'm so thrilled that... This is the man who's led this fight back with the baton and with the blade. Uh, and I and think with the bat off. We're, we're, we're going to talk about this. Like I, I said it off the top. I reckon we're going to talk about this performance from Ajinka Rahane mm. forever. We're going to see this as one of the all-time great individual test performances. Sure, you made 112 or whatever it is, and but we're going to go back and say that if not for this one individual contribution, the rest of it wouldn't have been possible. And I think for that, we, it should be celebrated. Player of the day is a tough one today because there were sort of you know bits and pieces of yeah. performances. It wasn't everyone's whole performance. Uh, I thought Ashwin bowled really well. And when there was that sense that Green and Cummins were threatening Ashwin more than Boomer and more than the other quicks was, was the one who was making it seem like there is a wicket coming you know, don't have patience, it will come because he was the one that they were miscuing a bit and edging a bit and never quite settled against. Yeah, I'm just looking through my notes here and I suppose you can make a case for Siraj picking up green then line. Yeah. But I think Gil, for mine, also makes a case because of the way he batted short chase, not going to last long, but coming out and striking through the line mm. on debut all the other bits and pieces there. Ashwin for the long spell, 16 overs on the reel from the Great Southern Stand yeah. End, just to make sure. I mean, the scoring rate, one more bit of trivia for you there. It's the second slowest Australia's batted mm. in an innings where they've seen the second new ball this century. So they batted marginally slower at Candy in 2016, mm. but that's when they were batting out for a draw. That This okay. wasn't the case here. So, oh, given what how, a game. I remember that game. Yeah, so the Steve well. O'Keefe 161. I still remember the score. It was 8 for 161 <laughs> for about 40 overs when yeah. they, were, they were just blocking. There was the partnership between O'Keefe and Neville 
that was worth four runs from about 150 balls and the four was an accidental and inside edge from Steve O'Keefe that right. went to fine leg. Well, well, this was along, alongside that in terms of runs per over scored yeah. by Australia and that's because of Ashwin. Yeah. So Ashwin was the one that put the brakes on and just, well, the brakes were already on but yeah. he made sure they never came off. Bowling in partnership in tandem he, with Judasia. He Judasia. rusted the brakes together so yes, they could never be released. he fused them together and, and Judasia as well before the second new ball yeah. uh, was taken and then obviously Boomer comes back and we know what, what flows from that. But yeah, I, I suppose there's a case for a number of players but mm-hmm. I'm half inclined to give it to Rahane just because at the end of the day he's the bloke collecting the cheque for man of the match. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd go with that also because as you said he walked out at 2 for 19 where, you know, if he'd gone then they might have started to um, soil themselves in, you know, Tim Payne Old Trafford style and, and he's the one who made sure that didn't happen. We also didn't mention that uh, Nathan Lyon was on a hat-trick there, which uh, yeah. if not for the fact that it flashed up on the scoreboard, I knew and helpfully yeah. I was on commentary. There's no way I was missing that moment given yeah. my history with hat-tricks. But I'm not sure whether they necessarily twigged. So they, they, they set their field, then the message went up on the scoreboard, then they, re- then they reset their field. <laughs> but anyway, that didn't happen. Of course it didn't happen because I'm here. And he did have a catch missed in the Deep Mitchell star coming around and, and dived towards the end and Lyon could have snagged another cheapie. But, you know, if you took a hat-trick at that point where it was like they need 20 to win, and they're going to knock you off in the test match where they've embarrassed your team. It'd be a pretty shit hat trick to remember, yes. wouldn't it? You wouldn't be like, oh, I remember his hat trick. You know, it's like his 300th test wicket. Remember, Lyon's yeah. 300th test wicket was uh, the day after the sandpaper. Yeah, it was exactly that. It was hardly and also, celebrated. And also, like you know, if you talk about Peter Siddle's hat trick, you never talk about the day after that or the day no, after that. No, we no. don't go on. It stops there. <laughs> We've got the Hall of Fame in the second half. Have we got anything else to deal with in the first I half? I think I'm at peace with having yeah. covered the day sufficiently, Jeff. There we go. Uh, we'll be back in just a sec. A word about our sponsors, Seabus Super. Via the medium of former Australian captain Michael Clark. Um, Adam, I know that you remember well the innings that Michael Clark played in South Africa in 2014 in Cape Town. Yes, one of his masterpieces against South Africa, batting on with a broken shoulder against Mornay Morkel, doing it for his country. But, I mean, it went on for a long time, right? It was one of those barrage bombardment sort mm. of things. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I think he batted for about a day and a half and it was uh, a defining innings in a defining test match in his career and indeed modern Australian cricket history. And, you know, we talk about it because maybe he should have retired hurt, but instead he went on to make 161 <laughs> and didn't get out. And everyone said, oh, Mornay Morkel roughed you up. And he said, well, it didn't get me out. You know, so it was significant. I'm looking forward to the lesson you're about to tell me here, Jeff. Well, the lesson is that this is similar to what Seabus have been telling us. We're not financially clever people, but Seabus have been telling us about volatility in the market. They've been saying that times may be tough uh, in your superannuation market now, but if you ride it out like Michael Clark, the market should eventually bounce back. Well, and that's shown by the fact that over the last 36 years, Seabus's My Super Option has returned an average of 8.98% over that time. That's like a Mitchell Stark bowling average. That's fantastic. 8.98%. So consider Seabus. You can visit cbussuper.com.au slash the final word. We have our own page on Seabus. You can go and check us out there. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. That's what you have to be aware of. You can consider if Seabus is right for you by going to that website, cbussuper.com.au. Get a PDS and work out what is going to work for you.
This is the final word, India Daily, day four MCG. We're in the MCC library. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon. We have a CBUS Super Hall of Fame member to induct Jeff Lemon. Yeah, well, it were a Hall of Fame event, incident, artifact. Yes. Ravindra Jadeja's lovely hair is starting to become a Hall of Fame contender every <laughs> Fluffy. time. He comes in. He, he, well, Bharat <laughs> says that, that Jadeja's, um, he wants to grow it and he hasn't had the patience to grow it long yet. He keeps cutting it off because he gets sick of this buffy phase. Right. And this time he's determined to push through. The awkward, so, the awkward phase. Remember yeah, in high yeah. school, I mean, you probably yeah. had long hair in high school as well. Yep. There was short hair, there was long hair, there was in-between hair. Yeah, where it just goes sideways. No one likes that. No one likes sideways. And, and that's where Jadeja is at the yeah, moment. Yeah, and a lot of people are looking at him. So, But but that that's a sort of ongoing Hall of Fame consideration. I think for me, it was the fact that Chiteshwa Pajara, the, the accountant of test cricket, the most mild-mannered gentleman of all, absolutely cracked it when he got out. Oh, did he? Because he played at a wide ball. <laughs> he was furious at himself. He played at a wide ball from Pat Cummins and nicked it, and he walked a few strides over towards point and then kicked to the ground in a big, dramatic Michael Holding kind of kicking the stumps out sort of thing. And then he stomped off, and when he got to the boundary rope, he clobbered it with his bat, you know, just gave it a big wallop and then stormed down the race. And I was like, angry Pajara. I didn't know that could happen, but it can. Angry Pajara, that's my nomination. I would have thought that Mayank Agarwal would have been angrier yet again for mm. going at a wide one when he's made in the Test Series so far 17 9 0 and 5, and we'll probably lose his spot next week to well, Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma's coming in. We better thought get this party Agarwal started. On the, way, on the way into the series, Agarwal, uh, other than Virat Kohli, was our most consistent player. Two yeah. tests and you're out. See you, champ. Yeah, um, it's, it's been quick turnarounds for a lot of um, Indian players. Prithvi Shaw, okay, two knocks. <laughs> see you later. Um, enjoy the <laughs> yeah, enjoy HLQ. Um, there's not much to throw forward too because we don't know where the test is going to be. We sort of know when it's going to be, but I suppose you know, well, that, that's going to be. Well, the CA have said it'll be January seven. It's whether they take us all to New South Wales in, I gather from the reporting, in a bubble. And that bubble in turn goes to Queensland. After having spent two weeks in Hotel Q, that would be challenging. I th- can you get divorced preemptively? We're not married yet, Rach and I, but we might yeah. get, that might be the consequence if they take it to Sydney and that's what we have to do. Anyway, I, re- realistically, yeah. they were rolling... Uh, this might be a Hall of Fame contender. They were rolling the pitch at yeah. lunch for the next Test match here. Oh, I love that. Very nice. I love the idea of getting ahead of it instead of like... Mm. They're preparing that track. They've had a pitch agreed uh, with the ICC mm. uh, and we've had a number of texts on our, um, on our feedback saying, oh, I've been asked to work next week. I love that, like, you know, it's like um, uh, WhatsApp's being screenshotted during trade week or whatever. You can't yeah. get these little kernels of information. Whether that's true or not, who really cares? So, look, I think that's it, isn't it? I think we've done everything we need to do, Jeff. This has been the India Daily. It's been the fourth day of it at the MCG. If you like what we do on The Final Word, we're going to have our New Year's special, our mm. end of 2020 special on the 31st, as is the custom. Yep. So we'll be recording that in the next couple of days. We do our awards and, and mm-hmm. so on. Best of, worst of, Best of 2020. Worst of. That's all on a regular podcast feed, so you can just find the final word, Cricket Podcast, yes. on your app of choice and subscribe to the feed. Or if you're watching it on the video, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Isn't it lovely? I mean, I know we're being filmed right now as we say this, but we've been walking around the library. Mm. So if you're listening to the pod and want to watch it back, we've been walking through the the aisles of the library as we've been as we've been doing this. And, and the video yesterday was just stunning like with all the long wide shots of the G and hmm. and us really tiny in the corner at different points and Cam's a genius so if you want to see what he's been doing for us hopefully he'll be with us again next week at the MCG time will tell but subscribe to the YouTube page and you'll be able to get notified whenever our podcast goes on the video yep. feed and if you want to support the show it's patreon.com slash the final word that's how we do it it's been the India Daily we'll see you for the third test wherever that is or we'll hear 
hear no, you'll hear us. We'll be a number there. of times between now and then. We hopefully. can't <laughs> say that we'll see you, but anyway, um, yeah, New Year's, other things, story keep time a, as well coming up next week. Keep an eye on the feed, and we'll be back with the India Daily for the third test. I had to go about it.